Got me on the speaker. What? 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 As we go live with the Freak, freak Show jam. jam. What? As we go live with the Freak, freak Show jam. jam. Woo! P. No, I think this was O. No, this was no. We did O last time. I think this is. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. Oh Remember? wow. Yeah, wow. I almost messed wow. you up. My bad. No, you on point, baby. I messed up. Wow. 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 <laughs> Spelled like guac, but with an O, which was last week. Boom. Nicely done. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that that's part of the Sesame Street theme song, right? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Kind of. Or should I have done the electric company? electric company yeah um I'm gonna be like it's electric but then I always mess that up no you, you always do the hustle <laughs> there's why the there's the electric hustle why do I always mess that up I don't know oh. ask yourself baby that's an internal question wow you're gonna psyche me out gotta psych you up psych me up Psych me out. <laughs> it's electric. Da, 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 what was da, that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You're just, you're just floating around like a like a, a cartoon baby chick. Oh my god, number eight. Could you go any slower? Honestly. What's the name of that bus? Tio Bougie? Is that what that said? I don't know. I can't read the name. Uh, um, yeah, it looks like... Like Theo Bougie. Theo Bougie. Theo Bougie School. What bus do you guys use? Oh, Theo Bougie. Oh, okay. Oh, how funny. I use Abuela Bougie. <laughs> Alright, baby. What's going on? What's going on in a world filled with pain? I mean, stuff been going on. Y'all just, y'all, y'all probably came here after our, after our bonus episode, the proper gondola. Proper gondola. Yeah. It's gonna sail away. I'll, I'm gonna admit I, I I just came through with less uh, ready for this episode because you know we're we're recording this on a Tuesday. Shit's different. We're recording this on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Okay, that's a weird name for a school. Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna read what the actual school name says. It's not bougie though. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh. It sounds bougie. It eh, kind of. <laughs> Oh my goodness! So what's going on, baby? Tell what's us. What's going on? Well, uh, remember how we told them how, or how I mentioned that we were gonna that we were just gonna watch um, Falcon and Winter Soldier episode four? Yes. A lot of shit happened. Oh yeah. A lot of shit happened. That was I, a really good episode. Spoiler alerts. That was so, a yeah, very good episode. Big fat spoiler alerts um, on this section. What should I say? Like to to skip this section and, and go and go to our next section, because yo, like I was on the edge of my seat basically the whole time. Yeah. Like just scared of what? Just 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 excited for what's gonna happen. They're doing a great job with this. I feel this like they are. Series. It's 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 uh, it's very dark in tone. But it has those points of humor. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely not. It's definitely not uh, not dry for humor. I think that. Um, has Anthony Mackie really been in roles like this? No. Yeah, so I think I think they're really they're really um, they're really explore, exploring, they're exploring his the, potential. They really are. Yeah. And they're exploring the worlds too. I mean, we spent a lot of time in Europe. Yeah. And we've gone to a place called Madripoor. Yeah. Which is actually more associated with the X Men. And we saw a place called the Princess Bar, which. Uh, Patch owned, and Patch is apparently an alias of Wolverine, who who is fancy and rich and wears a patch. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. creative. I, I learned about some of this uh, some of this background. It's it's some exciting world building they're doing. Sharon Carter's back, and some people some people speculate that she on some evil shit. I have. Some people. I am some people. You're some people? I am some people. Ooh. So tell us more about your uh, your sharing theories. So remember at the end of episode three? Or was it episode two? I think it was episode three. 
when she gets picked up from that uh, cargo place. Oh, yeah. And then she says, we have a problem. As a matter of fact, we have two. What do you think her problems are? Bucky and Sam. Damn. I'm hoping now. Honestly, my problems are going to... My, my guess is we're going to be Carly and Zemo. Or that. But see, Carly is not just one. There's about six or seven of them. Yeah, but they're a problem collectively. Oh, that's true. So you think that she's um, like in cahoots with the power broker? Oh. Not per se the power broker. I think she's in cahoots with someone. Okay. With someone. Um... Somebody else, like, I watched a video that noted that she was kind of, when she appeared in episode four, she looked kind of banged up. Like, like she had been smacked around. Oh. Yeah, now they were speculating that that was either from, that, that, that may not have been from the fight in, uh, in that, you know, in that, uh, shipyard or whatever that was. Because, I mean, they were doing some serious fighting there. It could have been from that. I mean, she was attacked on the way on her way in. She was by multiple men. And she was, and she was, she was out there taking them down. Yeah. So it could. Have, I, don't, I don't. I'm not gonna buy into that story. Um. But apparently, she has. She she must have like, if I if I recall correctly from episode two, she must have some kind of at least, at least civil like working relationship with him. Because she has all those uh, all those paintings and she's living lavish up in there. That is true. And as soon as she steps outside, that's when it's a war zone. Yeah. You're yeah. onto something, baby. I mean, it's it's really not me. It's all it's also like <laughs> lots of people speculating. Because I because I, I I love I love watching the speculation videos, but <laughs> it's funny that I was listening to the Frames Per Second podcast and they said something that I was thinking in there. Um, I don't want to speculate after WandaVision. Yeah. Because WandaVision, it seemed like a lot... I, I feel like WandaVision had... It had more stuff that we were... It seemed to implicate more things that we were excited about. Like, um, you know, Monica and possibly Reed Richards being that scientist that they were... Or that, that connect. Um, and that cameo that that Paul Bettany talked about that turned out to be himself. <laughs> you're right, you're right. WandaVision was also filled with plot twists. Yeah, it was. It really was. I really like these, this, uh, his glasses are not on right, that's funny. Um, I, I really, mean, but his mask is, so I'll give him that. Yeah. I really like these, um, these different plot twists that are coming, that are being thrown at us. Yeah, like I, I, I also exp- love the fact that they they included people from Wakanda. Yo, and and I mean, as soon as I was like, oh, those women are badass. Bro, the- also, I hate the new Captain America. Oh yeah, he sucks. I hate him. John Walker is like he's been a pissant from his first appearance. Yeah, and at first, like I sort of felt bad for him, just because it was like, you know, he's trying. No, he's. But, but yeah, he he was always just kind of fake. Um, you know, I liked Battlestar. I liked them. T- that was hard. Oh my goodness! That was hard. But you know what? I knew it was coming because he had a heartfelt moment with John. I guess that whole that conversation about would you take the super serum? Yeah, he had a heartfelt moment. I was like, ah, oh, you're coming to an end, buddy. I think it was around the time that I asked you, how many episodes is this? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, because it was like a. It was also a recall to the to an earlier to a conversation early in the episode, where they talk about. They talk about, um, damn it, who was it? I think it was Sam, Zemo, and Bucky, and I think Zemo asked Sam, "Would you take the super serum?" And he said no. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He said no. We well, you know he did right. Huh? We know he did right. Sam? No, not Sam. Zemo. Zemo. You don't think he did? I don't know. Based on his based on his mantra, I think you know it, it would be against his his ethics. He seems to he seems to have a strict code, and he hates super super beings. He thinks that super beings have no accountability. Oh. 
Um, you really don't think so? He's being, he's shady. He's absolutely shady. I don't think he's to be trusted, you know, at face value. But I think he has shown consistency in, I honestly think, the fact that he killed Wilfred Nagel, the guy who developed the newer super serum, the one that gave the Flag Smashers their power. I think the fact that that he did that, he just he just did it. He but just I, like see, he just learned was... what he learned what a despicable dude this guy is, and everyone's looking at him like, okay, this guy needs to go to jail. And Zemo just kills him. I have a theory though. I think it was during that time that he got some serum because after that he started fighting. Zemo and he, and he was very strong. Unless I saw I saw it differently. I don't know. Was he fighting? I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't know. I what I do know is that I I think that was a good parallel. Also, so he the, ran. He ran at the end of of. Oh yeah, the, he dipped. He pulled. What in, is it? What is El Chapo? El Chapo. Yeah. yeah. So El Chapo definitely exists in the in the MCU. Interesting. I'm really liking this. Yeah, it's just a it's just a great series. Yeah. The fact that oh, also the fact that the Dory Milaje just humbled um they sunned the fuck out of John Walker. Oh yeah. Like he had no fucking chance. Oh yeah. And I love that we have jurisdiction wherever the Dory Milaje have jurisdiction wherever the Dory Milaje find themselves to be. I like that. That was the shit. Io is every fucking bit as badass as Okoye. Yeah. And I also love that that Io is the one who I love that they gave her and Bucky a story. Yeah. Like she's the one who really helped him uh, with Overcome. his brainwashing. Yeah. And the the scene at the beginning of that episode where where she she tries the she tries the brainwashing again and it doesn't work. And I believe she said the words in Russian. Yeah. And it didn't work. Yeah. And when he when he when he realizes it's not working, he just breaks down. Yeah. It was pretty good. I'm really loving this this whole series. I think I needed that moment for him because I'm not gonna lie. I don't know. I like Bucky as a character. I don't know if I like Sebastian Stan as an actor though. Really? But, but I'm I'm coming around on him. I'm coming around on. I I don't think it's any particular reason because I don't think he's a. I don't by any means think he's a bad actor, and I think he's really portrayed Bucky really well. Yeah, he's done a great job. I think it's him. I think it's his role in Hot Tub Time Machine that just really bothered me. <laughs> That's definitely it. Definitely He it. was just so annoying. Yeah, that's definitely it. Yeah. Okay. Wait, was it in Russian or was it in German? It was... Because Hydra was German, were they? No, I don't know. It was not English. It was definitely not English. Or Spanish. But the... Yeah, the... Uh, the, the, the It was definitely, like, hardcore brainwashing. Yeah. I remember, it's like, do you remember... Do you even remember them from Civil War? Do mm-hmm. you even remember them? I remember all of them. Yeah. Damn. This is intense shit going on. Yeah, we're definitely enjoying this. Absolutely. So we have what two weeks left? This two one and next week. Two episodes left. Man. And they push back Loki. Oh. So yeah, so we don't even get like just a week off and then back have to. Have I it. told you that I've always loved Loki? I I. I, I'm not gonna lie. I did like him in 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 Avengers, and I didn't just I just didn't care for Thor: The Dark World, and I never saw the first Thor. Thor is a very unnecessarily long movie. The first one. Yeah. Uh, no but um, Loki. But Thor Ragnarok was the shit. I I love Loki. I love. I mean, he's an asshole, like completely, but he's so sarcastic. Yeah. I love it. Um, I remember when I when I used to work at my old job. Shout out to Diane because Diane quickly picked up on my love for Marvel, and every time she would buy her son like little <laughs> little toys, she bought me a toy too. Aww. So I had on top of my filing cabinet a whole mess of little Marvel, and Loki was the first one she got me. That's so cute. She got me Loki, and then she got Thor, and then I had a little Iron Man. I have him in in my room somewhere. But oh my goodness, yeah. She uh, she used to do that every time she would buy Jake something. My uncle Jacobo, does he calls himself my uncle? Oh, okay, I guess. <laughs> um, so yeah, she would get me get me something too, but that was funny. Loki, I love Loki. That's gonna be a fun show. That is gonna be a fun show. I think he's dealing with them. It's kind of gonna deal in the multiverse because he, um, the 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 reason the show can even happen 
is because in in Avengers Endgame, for those who well, I mean, I guess this is a recap because you should have you, you if you're watching Falcon Winter Soldier, you should have seen Endgame. Yeah. Uh, Loki during the time heist was able to escape in mm-hmm. 2012. He was able to escape his arrest at the hands of the Avengers. That is true. Um, using the the tesseract that was dropped when um, I think it was dropped by was it was it Iron Man? Yeah, because it was kind of smacked out of him by the angry 2012 Hulk because he had to take the stairs yeah. because the 2012 Avengers didn't didn't let him in the elevator. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Yeah. I love Marvel in general. They're, they're doing such awesome world building. Yeah, I really like it. So, we we wanted to add to this topic too. Which I guess, you know, we're probably going to have to give a big fat spoiler warning regarding this, right? <laughs> so. Spoiler You got to put that in the description. Yes. <laughs> um, so. There's apparently been this weird reaction to, to a scene in episode two where uh, Sam and... Bucky had they they were just asked um they, they actually Isaiah demanded that they leave they left and uh and Sam's pissed off because he never knew like they had a black super soldier and he never knew and he also finds out in that moment that Steve never knew either Bucky uh-huh. yeah Bucky fought him but he never he never told Steve Oh damn Yeah Oh he pissed too yeah. Um, and in that moment, they're, you know, they're kind of arguing and they're approached by cops. And they ask Sam for ID. And they kind of, you know, they're kind of, they're kind of demanding that, you know, they're, they're getting a little, they're getting a little uppity with him. A little uppity? Yeah. And, um... They asked, they asked Bucky if he's bothering him. He's like, no, he's not bothering me. Do you know who this is? One of them one of them kind of like shapes up. He's like, these guys are Avengers. Uh... Yeah. So then they, you know, they got proper right there. Um, and this seemed to be too woke for a lot, for some viewers, apparently. It, there was a, this, this allegation that a lot of viewers tuned out at a certain point. That's a lie. Yeah, there's this... I, I shit you not, it's not even just an allegation. It's just something just... just strewn forth by some dude... Uh, some, some channel named Overlord DVD just purporting that the... you know, that the show had... had a lost viewership... And that it was putting a Black Lives Matter message. It was just shoving Black Lives Matter messaging into a show in which a black veteran is a lead. And, you know, uh, he was gone for five years. And it's, it's, this is supposed to be, of all the Marvel stuff in Phase 4, this is, as a matter of fact, all the Marvel stuff in general... The Captain America stuff was always the most rooted in, like, street-level reality. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, barring the, the shows, the uh, Luke Cage and etc. Right. But... <laughs> this awoke, you know, this, of course, there's a lot of people who... They incidentally get fed this idea through media that cops are just innately benevolent and that they, you know, anytime they have to use excessive force, it was justified, wasn't it? You know, he shouldn't have, he shouldn't have, he should have complied. Our friend Nazario says otherwise. He should have complied. Dante Wright's not here to tell us otherwise. Yep. Um, I just, 
So, and I really thought about it because I was also watching a couple videos in reaction to it. Like, I wanted to get a couple sides of it. It turns out this is a, this is some kind of viewpoint that's been spread around, about as some kind of, like, some kind of fact. Like, that, that 83 points, some, some bizarre, um, some bizarrely particular percentage of the viewership dropped off after that scene that's a lie that's a fucking lie and they got this they got this figure the day after um the day after the episode debuted in the middle of the afternoon that's get the fuck lie. out of here that's all i'm gonna keep saying i'm just gonna keep being in the background saying that's a lie no like they have they he talked about this some this thing uh he being being doomcock you know, if, if I'm telling you, like, a story, and I start throwing out random numbers at you, the chances of you believing me are going to be better. Especially That's since he went, he went to two decimal digits. Yes. So there is a 97.45 chance that it was going to rain spaghetti and meatballs. Yo. 97.45? Yeah. I mean, that's that's really exact. Exactly. So it must be true, right? It must. Yeah. You know what, baby? There's also a 100.45% chance that you're the best. Oh, baby. There's a 125% chance that you're the best. Damn, well, why you gotta give me 25? I gave you 45. You said 100.45. I said oh, okay. one hundred and twenty-five point oh, zero zero baby. zero zero. That's You're right. Awesome. Four point four decimal zeros. Just to show you how exact that is. That's nine significant digits. No seven. Exactly. But still. Um one thing another thing that I found interesting is like this all this desire to keep politics out of media. You don't think that could have happened in real life? Uh, it is happening every day it's, in real life. It's, it's, it, but they don't believe it. These are people who don't believe this. So it's not impacting them. Exactly. I read about. I, I watched this video regarding um. Um. The 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 guy was talking about racism. You know how 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 basically comic book fandom. You know, comic book fans who are racist really showed uh, during uh, during Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, how their reactions based to to like saying you know again saying it's too woke, and this is before this episode aired. This was just after the whole the whole bank scene in the first episode. And they're like, well, of course he wouldn't, you know, it's, he doesn't have ID, and he doesn't have this, he doesn't have that, like. <laughs> do it again, do it again. He doesn't have this, he doesn't have that. It's beautiful. Like, it's just this, this, oh, I don't have to see, I don't have to see, you know, the 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 uh the nation's face is gonna is gonna basically be my face so I don't have to look at any anybody's perspective other than my own. Am I bugging there? A bunch of malarkey. It is a bunch of malarkey. And also the fact that <laughs> Are you serious? You really want politics out of this show? You understand this show is called The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Do you know why The Falcon and the Winter Soldier exist? Like, obviously they exist for, you know, they were created by the creators for whatever reason they created them. But they they were created as allies to Captain America. His fucking name is Captain America. Like, Captain America was created as a symbol 
as a comic book symbol for World War II. To you know, as a, as opposition to the pro the the propaganda from Hitler, basically. The propaganda from just extremists in Europe in general. Uh, yeah. So this you know this show. Yeah, it's called The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This show is literally about what it takes to be Captain America, what it means to be Captain America, what Captain America represents, who Captain America represents, who feels adequately represented by him, who feels like he's a relic of the past. I feel like I gotta sing God bless America in the background. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> this show is literally about the like in in the ways that even though spider like spider-man kind of dipped into the the loss of of tony stark but this show really like goes into what not having steve means to the people around him and to the world at large. <laughs> and I, I realized another thing when I was uh, when I was going over some of this stuff. This is superheroes. When we're talking about superheroes, especially on uh, you know on a street level that deal with everyday type shit regardless of how out of this world they get, be they Spider-Man, be they Captain Marvel, be they uh, the Falcon. Um, when you're talking about superheroes, you're already getting into a conversation about law enforcement. How, like, this superhero is, is here, theoretically, to fill the gaps that law enforcement can't seem to rise to you mean to tell me that in marvel universe the police has been defunded <laughs> uh, i'm sure they've been militarized uh, over militarized at certain points too haven't they <laughs> no <Nah>, but like <laughs> that's good <laughs> but but honestly like like i it, that that's something that that hit me kind of like you know um the big picture hit me so hard I had to breathe it. <laughs> when you honestly, um, a superhero is generally supposed to be a symbol of justice, a symbol of, in a way, law enforcement because they stop bad guys, um, and a symbol of preserving the hopes and dreams of people. So, I mean, when you get into, when you talk about, like, we kind of accept law enforcement as a, pol as a political topic, don't we? Nobody ever talks about, about law enforcement, you know, without just saying, uh, you know, um, I, I have family who are cops or some, something like that without, you know, if, if you're going to get into a serious conversation about cops, it's going to be political. Therefore, a superhero conversation is innately political. Thank you, baby. Yeah, I just I just think I'm gonna be a support. You're the best. So, um, I think it's also just a, just a desire to kind of compartmentalize it, and it's okay to just go to your entertainment for escapism, but you, you understand that this is supposed to be kind of a real show. Don't, don't get in a knot because it's too real for you. Just, just stop watching and, and just be quiet about it, like. 
or no, or sorry. speak I out. I just like, watch TV to forget my real life. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, people can people can speak, but but it's just think, consider what it is you're speaking out against when you when you speak <laughs> out about about this. Like it's just kind of some dumb shit. It just sounds like, oh my goodness, police. Uh, stopping somebody is too Black Lives Matter for me. You ever watch the show called The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Mm. Yeah. Tell me more. Remember that episode where, uh, Carlton and Will were, were taken in? You, you gonna tell me that... You're gonna tell me that um, what's it called? That Carlton and Will deserve to be treated the way they were treated by those cops. Mm. Um, wasn't wasn't Laura? No, wait, that was that was a police. Uh, who else? Damn it! I don't want to go straight to Family Matters because there was another one, but. Yeah, I was gonna go. Family Matters is what I remember. Call is a cop. I don't remember anybody making a, you know, a a Black Lives Matter deal about that, or rather, uh, uh, saying this is too woke. So, but I guess I guess those terms weren't around then. Whatever. But even there's there's just also just been this 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 uh image for too long of again uh like i said earlier the uh this the police are always good they're always justified which i remember i remember uh trevor noah covering we talked about how um you know even the law and order shows kind of do that Yeah. Remember that that whole that whole ki- that whole hashtag cancel Benson. Yeah. That shit was crazy. <laughs> but you know, I'm gonna take it out of Marvel for a second. Okay. I'm rewatching Handmaid's Tale. Okay. Because season four. How soon? It's coming out. I think in a couple of weeks. Yo. And. I have a friend, Susie. Shout out to Susie. Shout out Susie. She, I, I think she started watching Handmaid's Tale through my Hulu account. <laughs> um, Didn't I, I? Huh? Didn't I? I think you did too. But then um, she got really into it. And the other day she was telling me, because I sent her the trailer, and she's like, oh my gosh, she's like, I'm, I'm watching it all over again. And there's so many things that I missed the first time oh. that I'm picking up now. So I was like, she's, she got her husband into it too. So I was like, okay, let me let me start rewatching this. I started yesterday. And oh my god, just in episode one, there were so many things I missed. Like I I had not realized that Serena's hate for June started from the very beginning. And it all started because she got herself uh, excited about being pregnant when she wasn't. I, I think she gave herself that um early she She had expectations yeah she had her hopes up and the fact that june wasn't pregnant then kind of just brought her down entirely to a point that she started hating june right away i mean after that she basically had her isolated for 13 days i mean and i i know you're not saying it in like an excusatory way more just like uh, okay kind of seeing more into her Right, but Serena was always, was also always just clearly uh, an, an incredibly entitled person, like just just the just the entitlement that they constantly display. It really shows you that no matter how human you make these Gilead people, they're still like white supremacists. Yeah, who I, are. I don't think it was so much of an entitlement. I really think that she. Well, I mean, she's. It was her idea. She's one of the original people who shared the idea. She wrote a book. Uh, that a, a woman's place was in the house taking care of children instead of, you know, working, having careers for themselves. They couldn't drive. I mean, as I was looking at all the details, they had no TV. She was, like, at home painting. 
what the fuck 1950 shit is that? Like if you if you bought that painting, you know, paint, but like if you're just gonna if you're just gonna be there to paint fruits, like what do you like yeah. what is what's the point of existence? Yeah. It's like I don't know. I don't know. I'm just starting to see a little bit more of things that I missed the first time around. Um yeah. But yeah. And then I mean it's like women for I, I didn't realize I mean I it, it just hit me again. It's not that I didn't realize. It hit me again. Um, when they're at the red center where they're getting trained. Yeah. Um, remember um what's her name? Janine? Yeah. She she's basically saying her story about how she was basically gang raped. Oh, uh, I knew I knew that's the scene you were talking about where yeah. it looked her fault. Her yeah. fault. And it oh, was like wow. you could see June like crying. Like she's like they're victim blaming. And every every time I watch this or the times that I've watched Handmaid's Tale, more and more I think our country could take that route with the conservatives that we have here. Absolutely. Because if it was up to them, women are home, men are the ones making decisions. You know, there's that law that once that bill that almost I think it's passed, is it in Texas, that if women have abortions, they're gonna be uh sentenced to death because you know irony. Yeah, what the fuck kind of shit is that? So you're sentencing you're sentencing somebody to death for what you perceive as a murder. Yeah. You are murdering somebody for what you perceive as a murder. Yeah. Pro birthers. Like again, and I cannot say this shit enough. The same type of people who don't want you to get on wick, on snap, on on type of shit that helps you feed the baby. They just want you to have the baby for that for their own peace of mind. And then they just expect you to be, you know, to, to, to have a, a family that has money. Right. Well, you should have thought of that before you got pregnant. The fuck about y'all? Yeah. Make birth control accessible. That's another that's an even bigger thing, is people get pregnant at such a rate because they're going to fuck. Yeah. And we think that we can stop people from fucking rather than just get just get the goddamn education to them. Oh, but that should be that should be done in the home. Well, we don't trust people in the, we, we don't trust the home to give you math education. Do that. Do we not only that a lot of families and these Hispanic families. I'm going to keep it real. I didn't get a talk. I didn't I got, get a talk. The I talk I got talk. the talk I got was. If you're out with a man, pretend you have a pill between your legs and the pill cannot fall. I guess that was the way of being told, don't open your legs. What the fuck? That was the talk I got. Nothing else. Wow. How was the talk you got? Um. Were you fucking a girl? <laughs> Sorry. You need to make sure to use protection. <laughs> Isn't that the talk you got when you and I first started dating? <laughs> Yeah, my, my dad my dad used very crude language uh, in the talk. They were it was it was a very multi it was a multi part very short. It was like I got one part every time. Um, and also uh, the sex ed that I got in school was pretty mediocre too. Everything was, I and and I might have said it on here too. Everything was abstinence, condoms, but eh, but abstinence. Also, look at this. STDs, therefore abstinence. Um, yes, okay, yes. We heard you the first time. Condoms, yes, yes, yes. But condoms aren't all that, so abstinence. Right. And did I mention abstinence? Because abstinence. And you know, this. there's this funny new thing that I got. It's called abstinence. And, um, you know, I actually got this email. Abstinence? It's a chain email. Yeah, if I don't send it to you, uh, abstinence. <laughs> that was basically it. By the way, here's more pictures of STDs. Oh, and more and 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 little stories of, of kids getting STDs, and stories of adults getting STDs, and STDs. And you know what's the best way to prevent STDs? Abstinence. Oh. That was that was really the the, the education that I got. Mm. They mentioned something about a balloon test that involved putting perfume in a balloon. First of all, perfume. And semen are 
almost nothing alike. Your neighbor's trunk is now open. Yeah, but at least the door's closed. Yeah. The dog had ran out earlier. And, oh my goodness, I, I've seen that dog out like three times. That dog is so cute. So he, he adorable. Looked, he looked lost. He was looking around like, where's my home? Ought to not be lost. Probably knows the probably knows the neighborhood better than I do. But, well, how often they get out? Shit. I don't know. You know, Cookie, <laughs> Cookie, Cookie has, uh, when we first got her, she ended up slipping through my mom when mom was coming in. Oh, damn. And we found her like, I go, Cookie, Cookie, inside the house and I didn't hear her. So I pressed the doorbell. I didn't hear her at all. I was like, oh, shit. So I go outside. She's like three houses down peeing. That was early on. And then a few times, my mom's always distracted on the phone. She's outside. Cookie slips outside. Mom closes the door. All of a sudden, we hear... On the, wow. on the door. And we open Cookie. And she just looks at us offended. Like, bitch, you left me outside. Like, I was just trying to peek out. I was just trying to take a look, see how it is. Yeah. You guys don't even have a knob my height. Yeah. Cookie's a character. She's getting a haircut today. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, fresh from the barbershop of fly from the beauty salon. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll give you more in a minute. Maybe. We need to talk a little bit more about butthead. But Which butthead? But, oh, I know. We got it's Florida. We got a lot of them. We got to talk about Matt Gates. Oh, Mr. Geez. I refuse to resign with a very quiet GOP surrounding him. Who's really not talking about this whole situation? You know, wasn't he turned? Wasn't he turned away from a meeting with Trump? Who? Matt Gates. Recently. Well, they tried to say they tried to make a spectacle, but like he was like he was somebody tried to make a spectacle, like he was denied a meeting. But I think both Mar-a-Lago and him came out with statements saying that wasn't the case. Oh. I don't remember. I missed that. I mean, I know he asked for pardon. You know, early twenty seventeen. Um, twenty twenty. That one. That one. He asked for pardon. Yeah. But what's he doing now? Yeah. So, give us an update, baby. I know you got one. Ah, Your eyes shit. are shiny. Yeah, because I think this is I think this is some fantastic information that's that seems to be coming out. Okay. I say seems to be because I haven't read the full article. <laughs> yeah. So we're reading this together, y'all. Okay. So, um, Matt Gates and a Florida lobbyist are were conspiring to you. Oh, there's in rather part of the investigation into Matt Gates. <clears throat> was regarding whether he and a Florida lobbyist were conspiring to to use a phantom third party candidate to rig an election. Did he not learn anything from Frank Artilas? Here's the thing. Frank Artilas is involved. Might be. Oh Jesus, that man doesn't. That man is fraud walking around. No, that's Trump. That is absolutely Trump. But yeah, down for for this area, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that he's definitely he definitely epitomizes fraud. Oh, I can't believe he has a fucking. Oh my goodness. Anyway. Um. Just three weeks ago, uh, it was him. He and um, and Alexis Rodriguez were, yeah, that's right. Rodriguez were were arrested for using a phantom third party or third party candidate, or mm-hmm. rather, Rodriguez's phantom third party candidacy. Cause see, he 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 talked shit. Remember how we talked about how he wanted to run in Florida, mm-hmm. but he had no real presence during the election. Mm-hmm. He had it in the background. Yeah. He and I'm convinced to... that whoever won was in on it. Uh, Ileana Garcia. I'm convinced she was oh, in on it. Oh, she had, for sure. I don't doubt that. She already came out saying, I had no idea what was going Bitch, who's the one who won? This mm. only helped you. Exactly. So why didn't you, why didn't you ask about, hey, where's that other guy? When you guys debated or, or when you spoke about anything, like. Yeah. She had to have been aware that, that at least his name was on the ticket. Yep. You know? So, so they were arrested now, and this was, this was regarding a state Senate for, I think it was Florida 114 in the state Senate. Um, Jose Javier Rodriguez was basically, and he, and he wants to know what the hell was going on too. Mm -hmm. He was unseated. Now... It may actually be worse that it's two different districts, but what are the odds that it's a coincidence? I'd say it's I'd say it's pretty low. Now apparently mm-hmm. Rachel Maddow talked about her, talked about this on her show last night or not last night Friday night, how roughly a dozen Florida State Senate races had third party candidates who got a lot of votes despite having no real presence in the race. So basically, a qualified person 
but just thrown in there as a wrench. Mm-hmm. Now, Gates denied it, which, you know, uh, the guy that Gates was apparently allegedly conspiring with just lost a job at a pro-Trump lobbying firm. <laughs> That is an awful Matt Gates picture. It's like, uh, the thing about that is, I, I'm actually pretty smashed right now. Yeah. Yeah, he, he looks pretty fucked up. So, uh, Chris Dorworth, that's the one. Ah, discussed rigging, uh, or that's the investigation, discussed whether they discussed rigging a Florida State Senate race. Now, back over here, talks about how Ron DeSantis is openly corrupt. Basically, it call it describes the Florida Republican Party as corrupt, even for Republican standards. Which, yeah, I I all I ever really heard about when it came to Florida politics specifically as a kid was basically stuff alluding to corruption. Mm-hmm. Not surprised. Yeah, Jeb was like the last real, poli- real like governor, and even he was kind of corrupt. It's Florida. Yeah, and Charlie Crist, I don't know what was up with him, but he he ended up he ended up dropping the Republican Party. He was like, nah, this, this is some bullshit. Mm-hmm. And now he's now he he spent a couple years as an independent, and now he's a Democrat. So let's see. Ah, uh, I thought it had. Damn, I thought it would have had more, more like descriptive language. That's kind of where the article ends. Well, it's still under investigation. They're not gonna share that much information yet. Well, yeah, but there. This is this is a this is a news source. I guess if they had, if they wow, and Matt Gates was a was against a Florida revenge porn bill. Yeah. I know. I knew he was against the against that trafficking one. Yeah, yeah the revenge porn. <laughs> yeah. But His argument this... was basically, if you shared it with someone, it's not longer your, no longer your picture. Uh, that's uh. <laughs> the, listen, listen to Matt when he tells you who he is. Yeah. Wow, Matt Gates' wingman plans to strike a plea deal. Ay ay ay. Yeah, Joel Greenberg. He was the former tax collector of Seminole County. And uh, let's find that plea deal. Um, I'm sure that not, okay. It doesn't seem like it's okay. It'll it'll he hopes to reduce the probable twelve year prison sentence that he's facing. Hey, I mean. Okay. Gates did not comment on the plan for Greenberg to to plea out. Uh, At no time has any one of us experienced or witnessed anything less than the utmost professionalism and respect. That's a lie! This is a... Yeah, this is a... And uh, this is... This is allegedly from the women uh, in Gates' office. Oh, right. Why do... Why do any women work for Matt Gates? He probably has pictures of them. He probably does. Yeah. Hold on. Remember, he doesn't believe in reg porn, so he already has pictures of them. Jeez. I I honestly I didn't know I didn't know that the, that the, that he I knew again that he that he voted against the national one. He's trash. But if if he if he voted against a Florida one, that means that was when he was in the state house or the state. Um. You know, whatever he was. What you guys are listening to is me going into Cyrix Fries. <laughs> yeah, oh, he was... Oh, there's Hot Toss. Oh, oh, there's Hot Toss. I did not think of this. Sorry, baby. So, um... You... So he was from the... He was from the 4th District for the Florida House. And then, uh, in... Tw- he, he stopped... He, like, resigned, I guess, in 2016 after he won... The U.S. uh the U.S. House race for Florida one. Who was that? Matt Gates. <laughs> I love ahead. this. A Republican, he became one of the foremost congressional allies of President Donald Trump. Yeah, he also became one of the most 
corrupt. Yeah. Look how big the uh, his district is. Has he done anything? Wait, isn't he like junior or something? He. Oh no no that's that's senators. Oh, just kidding. What is he? What's his title? Incidentally, old ass Rick Scott is the junior is the junior senator oh. because because Marco Rubio technically has been serving longer. Oh. Uh, so let's see. Okay, here we go. Tenure. Um, he okay. So, so Gates criticized the athletes protesting during the national anthem. Uh, after after the death of Jose Fernandez, uh, for, from the Miami Marlins, he let's see. He did what? He criticized basically after after Jose Fernandez's death. He criticized athletes protesting the national anthem. Or protesting during the national anthem, rather. So you know more of the regular Republican stuff. <clears throat> but see, these are the same Republicans that are like, oh, you cannot kneel for the flag. Yeah, that's, oh, that's exactly that was, that, that was exactly him. That is protesting. That is not in the flag's rules. Nowhere code don't does say it shit say about the kneeling. code does not say anything about that. But doing that shit y'all did with the Blue Lives Matter. That's straight disrespectful that to the flag. Disrespectful to the flag. It's clearly because it's clearly like American flag imagery. That's that's the base of the flag. So, yeah. You know, take that shit down along with your along with your Confederate flag. Yep. Let's see. He told acquaintances that he could run for the U.S. Senate in Alabama in 2020, the state because the state borders his district. But then he later decided against running. He's on the. On the budget committee, he's on the judiciary committee, he's on the armed services committee. <clears throat> Let's start getting Wait. him off these committees. He's on the committee to the subcommittee to regulate for on regulatory reform, commercial, and antitrust law. Oh please. He come on. When you think of an antitrust Republican, you should the, the person you should think of is Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. Or at least at least as as the biggest figure. The biggest figure you should be able to think you should be able to think of is probably Teddy Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I say that Matt Gates is the opposite of Teddy Roosevelt in every conceivable way, except for the fact that they're both white men. <clears throat> like, come on, dude. What what antitrust would he be against? He probably loves he probably loves um Google as it is. He probably loves all the he probably loves all the, all the money he might be getting from Google. Of course. Um, let's see. I love this. I love that political positions. Donald Trump is the longest one far and away. Oh, human trafficking. The lone no vote on the Combating Human Trafficking and Commercial Vehicles Act. The lone no vote. The lone no vote. He later explained that it's because of his small government principles. What? He, he believed How that... How many ex- principles is human? He believed that existing federal agencies... Could adequately combat human trafficking. Are they though? Mm-mm. No. Instead, we have ICE. You know, uh, fucking up, fucking up people who who have been who have spent their entire lives in this country despite not not having been born here. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's right. He was he was the guy with the whole repeal on the ban on adoptions by same-sex couples. That's right. He he has one good view and then a bunch of crappy ones. Yeah, remember Nestor. Yeah, that's true. All right. Um Yeah, I guess we'll I guess we'll update you guys further on that. I just don't want to talk about Matt Gates anymore, honestly. <laughs> like cuz now it, it's it, there's not even there's not even like funny footage of any of him anymore now it's just like that now it's just grim shit it's just sad com- yeah it's just it's just grim shit coming out about what a complete piece of crap he is so it's amendment time yeah it's 
Amendment time, not one through ten, yeah, it's Amendment time, not eleven through twenty-four, yeah, it's Amendment time, yes, twenty-five, yeah, it's Amendment time. Was this supposed to make it past twenty-five? Yeah, it's Amendment time, but jokes on you, we still alive, yeah, it's Amendment time. Ooh, yeah, it's Amendment time. That was awesome. Hype! 25th Amendment, y'all. Let me read this to you, baby. Yeah. Why aren't you ready? My bad. Why you got an ugly ass picture of Matt Gates? Because we were just... I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got a couple of sections here. Yeah. Section 1, Presidential Secession. Section 1 clarifies... Oh, no, it does it. Section 1. In case of the removal of president from this from office or his death or resignation, the vice president shall become president. Section 2. Vice presidential vacancy. Section 2. Whenever there is a vacancy in the office of the vice president, the president shall nominate a vice president who shall take office upon confirmation by a majority vote of both house, houses of Congress. Section 3. President's Declaration of Inability. Whenever the President transmits the President pro tempore of the Senate and the Speaker of the House of Representatives has written declaration that he is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office, and until he transmits them in a written declaration to the contrary, such powers and duties shall be discharged by the Vice President as Acting President. Oh, jeez. Section 4. Declaration by the Vice President and Cabinet Members of President's Inability. Whenever the vice president and a majority of either principal officers of the executive department or of such bodies as Congress may be by law provide, transmit to the president pro tempore of the Senate and and the Speaker of the House of Representatives, the written declaration of the president is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office, the vice president shall immediately assume the powers and duties of the office as acting president. Thereafter, when the president transmits to the president pro tempore of the Senate, and the speakers of the House of Representatives has written his declaration that no inability exists, he shall resume the powers and duties of his office unless the vice president and a majority of either principal offices of the executive department or of such other body as Congress may by law provide, transmit within four days to the president pro tempore of the Senate and the speaker of the House of Representatives the written declaration of the president is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office. Thereupon, Congress shall decide the issue, assembling within 48 hours for that purpose, if not in notion, if the Congress within both houses, oh, I'm sorry, within 21 days after receipt of the letter, written, letter written declaration, or if Congress is not in session, within 21 days after Congress is required to assemble, determines by two-thirds vote of both houses and the pre- that the President is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office. The vice president shall continue to, dis- to discharge the same as acting president. Otherwise, the president shall resume the powers and duties of his office. Are there more? No. Nope. Could that be any longer? Jeez. Okay, this is good, though, because it gives us a line of succession. I thought you'd like this one because of the show that you watched as a native survivor. Oh, that was a great show. So, the thing with this amendment, it was ratified when... Uh, 1965. Um, It had to do with... Honestly, it has to do with a few things. So, we have... We have the... uh, The first section regarding the the president um, basically dying or resigning or being removed. So, this has happened eight times in history. The president... um, Well, nine, really. Because we had four presidents who died in office. Um, all different reasons, too. But yeah, Harrison from... from Well, it seemed the, the pneumonia thing with Harrison was debunked. But it was... What's it called? It's, it's, it's generally believed at this point to be basically a gastrointestinal thing. It was definitely that for, Zach, for Zachary Taylor. And those were tied to the whole White House having crappy... Um, basically no plumbing... And the city of D.C. not really having a sewage system. Mm-hmm. So, just dirty water. Yeah, some of the dirtiest water in the country was in the White House. Yeah. 
Although they say delicious. <laughs> right. So um, then we also had Warren Harding, who died of a heart attack, and FDR, who collapsed um, and died due to cerebral hemorrhage. We also have four presidents who were assassinated. Um, was it Lincoln, Garfield, uh, what's his name, McKinley, and JFK. And okay. then we had Nixon, who resigned. Now, each of them was succeeded by their vice president. But Nixon's is an interesting case because it builds on the whole, on the second portion too. Now, when John Tyler ascended to the presidency, nobody really knew what to do. No, you know, he just kind of figured, okay, well, the president, the president died. I'm here, so I guess I got to be president now, right? Yeah. He was so like he was so hardcore about that that he would not re he would send back letters unread if they if they referred to him as Vice President Tyler or Acting President Tyler. It's all about petty. And Acting President Tyler is something that that they that they started to like really call him to insult him when he when he revealed that he wasn't really no wig, he was just a Democrat in sheep's clothing, or wig clothing, a Democrat in heavy wigs. Wow. Yep. So this amendment firmly established and I mean it's something that had to be done again because look what you know this was in 65 Mm -hmm. two years prior is when JFK was murdered so uh, the second let's see the second uh, or the third section rather it involves like a medical procedure so or rather a voluntary transfer you know for a time so I think it was what was it Bush who was having surgery and vice and 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 Cheney was acting president. I don't remember. I remember um, in the designated survivor, <laughs> somebody having surgery, and then the VP was acting president. Okay. Yeah, but then the VP was killed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then what's called? What's funny about the uh, the second? I, I'm also pretty sure that happened in the presidency of, of Woodrow Wilson. He was incapacitated for months following a stroke. Mm. And his vice president, um, Charles something, was vice president, was, was basically acting president for a, for like a year, actually. Oh. That stroke was bad. Damn. Also, um, we had... Um, we had Spiro Agnew, who he was Nixon's vice president. You know, a lot of a lot of tax a lot of tax crimes basically came to light, so he resigned. Oh. He was the first president to who was the first vice president, and I think believe the only vice president to resign the like since this amendment was passed. The only one prior was John Calhoun, who reti- who resigned because I guess Andrew Jackson wasn't wasn't hardcore for slavery enough by that point <laughs> that's what i understand <clears throat> that's a way that's... yeah he was part of oh that's right it was also the nullif- the nullifier crisis mm. south carolina was south carolina was on some shit back then Still is. yeah but south carolina was like the real brat state back then all right florida is now florida is definitely the brat state now so spiro agnew result resigned and um Nixon chose Gerald Ford. Have both houses approved him. Then Watergate happened. <laughs> then Nixon resigned. Then then Ford uh, uh, pardoned Nixon and chose Nelson Rockefeller and both houses approved. But the people were like, uh, we don't like we don't like that pardon shit. We we don't like Nixon anymore. So we don't like you now. We like that we like that Carter guy. So he lost to Carter. That's how the people reacted. Yeah, precisely verbatim. <laughs> they all said this in in unison. And as for this one, this last one, this was what they were trying to do to get uh to get rid of Trump after the after the insurrection. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi was already Speaker of the House, but I believe Majority Leader of the Senate was still uh was still Mitch McConnell. So it wasn't gonna happen like that. And uh, the cabinet didn't want to do it either. 
you know, Elaine Chow would rather resign and protect her own re- uh, reputation than, than look out for the country. Yeah, but who and, was that? She's still in the investigation. Right? And just about everybody else who resigned that day was doing the same. Yeah. Uh, in the end, Trump, you know, was impeached a second time and then acquitted. So, you know, this is, uh, this is the type of shit that can happen. But at the very least, if it would have succeeded and, and Pence would have been like, hey, listen, yeah, we're not down anymore. Then Trump would have had to send a letter saying, hey, I am still mentally capable. And if it had been, if it had been accepted. Remember, he passed that test. Exactly. <laughs> he has the best words. He has the best sentences. Uh, I want to give him a sentence. I want to give him a prison sentence. Hype! And that's what the 25th Amendment's all about. Huh. Yeah. I liked it. Very nice, oh. baby. Read us the, the, the line of succession, please, baby. Where are we? We start. We go here. Okay, we so start we start with, with the second... Oh, wait, no. No, no this the... isn't it. Here we go. No, I just want the presidential succession. Presidential line... Of succession. There we go. So it goes from Vice President, Speaker of the House of Representatives. Pelosi. President Pro Tempore of the Senate. Leahy from Delaware, I think. Secretary of State. Secretary of the Treasury. Secretary of Defense. Attorney General. Merrick Garland. Secretary of the Interior. Shout out Deb Holland. Secretary of Agriculture. I don't know who that is. Secretary of Commerce. Gina Raimondo. Secretary of Labor. Secretary of Health and Human Services. Wait, how is he? Oh, I'm yeah. thinking of somebody. I'm thinking of Alex Padilla, my bad. Uh, Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. That's a hell of a name. Marsha Fudge. Secretary of Transportation. Shout out Buttigieg. Secretary of Energy. Cannot, because Jennifer Granholm is not a natural born citizen. No, oh, she's she... Canadian American. Yep. Secretary of so it will jump to Secretary of Education. Yep. Secretary of Veterans Affairs yep. and Secretary of Homeland Security is also not a uh, natural born citizen. Where is he from? And Alejandro Mayorkas, he's from oh he's Cuban, Cuban born. Oh. Born in Havana, but both he and Jennifer Granholm, the Secretary of Energy, who is Canadian, they are they are both naturalized. That's a lot of Democrats. Yeah. Except for. Merrick Garland, who's ostensibly unknown, but come on, we know he's we know he's like a, a moderate or conservative Democrat, and Lloyd Austin, I've never heard of him. Oh, huh. four-star general. Oh, okay. Shout out to Lloyd Austin. Secretary of Defense. Okay. Yeah. I feel and like my life is in better hands now. And he's black, so you know he's getting mistreated by his, by his, by, by by his white superiors. I still feel like our life is in better hands and we're a step away from the handmaid's tales. Yeah, at least a step away, at least like two, maybe two, maybe three steps, maybe yeah. two and a half steps yeah. away from we, where we just were. Yeah. So we were on a bit of a time crunch this, uh, this week, so that's why this episode is just going to be a little shorter, but we kind of did a little cutting and adding so that... <laughs> You know, so that we could give y'all at least a little, a little more fun in there. Not only that, y'all are getting bonus episodes, so That's true. don't even come at me like we don't love you enough. That's true. Uh, swimming them propagandalas, them propagandalas. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna close out here. We're gonna close out here. Got me on the speaker. 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 What as we go live with the freak show jam? Yeah. As we go live with the freak show jam.